Why wouldn't that taxi take me to Brighton? On today's A Weekend Wireless, we're live-ish at the Global Telecoms Awards. We've got a drink in hand, a celebrity guest, and anything could happen. Hmm. Oh, and tweet us using the hashtag AWIW. Uh, hello and welcome to A Week in Wireless, podcast brought, for you to, uh, brought to you rather by telecoms.com. And get this, listener, today we are doing a live at the Global Telecoms Awards special. How about that? So, as always, my name is Tim Skinner and I am being joined today by Jamie Davies, as always. Say hello, Jamie. Hi there, Tim. How's it going? Oh, do you know what? All right. But we'll get on to that in a minute. <laughs> and we're also being joined by a very special guest, ladies and gentlemen. We're being joined by the host of today's Global Telecoms Awards, Miss Catherine Ryan off the telly. Hello. Woo! You guys always look so handsome for the podcast. Oh, always. Yeah, yeah, this is how we go to work. Yeah. Is this, this is like a, to work. a yeah. listening podcast or do you watch it? It's an audio podcast. So clearly we are the best looking guys you've ever seen in your life. Okay, so the listeners should know that you have two cameras. And I'm not really sure what that's for now because it's a podcast. But if you want to get the video, go on Tim's <laughs> home computer. I mean... <laughs> We've got, we've got producer Brad randomly waving at cameras telling us some sort of signal. I think one of them is focused on all of us and one of them is focused on me or Catherine? Cool. Me? Me. Okay. Love uh, it. So I suppose we might as well make this available on YouTube if anybody fancies watching it. If, yeah. you really, if you want to listen to this again but in video, then go to YouTube and we'll, and we'll post it. Um, <laughs> but uh, to be honest, I mean, we have a couple of drinks in hand. There's a good chance this is going to go off the road for the rest of this conversation. So why don't we actually get started with it and talk about the awards. Um, so Catherine, you've joined us. Um, yes. You're a funny person. Sometimes. And you've joined us for the awards. Yes. Well, uh, it is award season and I'm very happy to turn up and deliver good news to a great group of people like tonight. Though, as we discussed, it kind of is exponentially bad news as well because every time someone wins a category there are some people who are let down but I think they took it with grace and uh, everybody had a great dinner and a good chat in, in all fun. fairness they probably didn't deserve it anyway so oh, that's no. fine that's fine <laughs> hey. well, what I realized is that when we do every category we've got five finalists and there's 80% of people are going to be disappointed. There's 80% of this sort of 200 plus audience that are going to be left just going, oh, what was the point? Do you know what? That's 80% of people that have got to try bloody harder next year. <laughs> Do you know what? These yeah. are important John, people. Try harder next year and you, might, and you might win an award. And you might have Catherine Ryan giving you a kiss on the cheek and putting a big bit of glass in your house. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I love these people because if I don't have adequate, what's it called? Like, not Wi-Fi, but 4G. Okay, yeah. Then I really want to smash things up. Yeah. And these people are talking about 5G tonight. I never even heard of 5G till I came here. So but it's a thing. Is that something I can access in the basement? Um, <laughs> no. Well, I mean, maybe. I just well, at some point. On certain <laughs> websites, yes. <laughs> I hate it does being... depend on what websites you're accessing in your basement. Okay, I just don't like being without service or security. And that's why these people really matter a lot to me, and I'm glad to be here. Actually, do you know what? On that point, You've, you've just sat through 21 categories of a yeah. telecoms <laughs> awards, you know, pretty niche in brand perspective, uh, trades and sort of awards. Um, what have you learned tonight? I have learned uh, that there are people who disrupt the cost of things. That yeah. was the category. Yeah. Yeah. Um, people, uh, they have like different campaigns. Some are good, some are better than others. They have uh, security people, they have new innovation people, they have tech uh, people. They, there's something called the Internet of a Thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Actually, of, of, of more than one thing. Internet of things. Yeah. What's the internet of things? So, you know, okay, the classic example, I'm going to do it. Do you know what? I can't gonna believe you're it. actually going to do I this. I am going to do Make this. something up. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, sorry, we also have Ray Lemaitre sat next to Jamie, who will be with us just in, just in one minute. Oh, no, wait, here he is. Hey, Ray. I'd like to ask Catherine connect one thing to the internet, what would it be? Oh shit. Oh! <laughs> right. We do have a bleeper available as well, so go mental. Say, say what you like. No, that's fine. I mean, I I would like to have geo-tracking of people and children. Like, if you could microchip them, because we lost our cat, and she's microchipped. Uh. But the microchip is not a GPS. Sort of like connected children. Yeah, someone has to bring the cat in and scan it. Well, I think that's rubbish. First of all, GPS on all pets and GPS on all of our spouses and our children. Because you think your phone will do that job if you're ever lost, but what if you haven't got your phone? I wouldn't mind being chipped. That's all I'm saying. That's a remarkably sensible answer. <laughs> I was really expecting something else, to be honest with you. I did not expect that. I'd gone 11 o'clock You could give a keynote speech at the Mobile World Congress with that. I want that because I think people are so... Uh, they have conspiracy theories about location services and being tracked. The only reason we're doing that to you is to sell you stuff. And I don't mind being Pretty sold much. to at all. It's like a nectar card. Yeah. <laughs> See, that, that's the thing. Every time someone says to me, "Yeah, they're watching you," I just my my immediate answer is, "Yeah, well, why the Christ are you so interested? What makes you think that the government is actually watching you?" I want to be watched and tracked. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there are people who oblige. <laughs> yeah, I want that. Uh, There'll be people on the tube this evening ready to oblige. I don't take the tube, but great. <laughs> so, um, Catherine, while, while you're with us, uh, thanks very much for joining us again. Thank you. Um, you've, you've done a lot of Britain's best love shows. Uh, Eight out of ten cats. Yes. Live at the Apollo. That's right. Have I got news for you? I could go on. I looked at your Wikipedia page earlier. I'm just to make sure I've got this right. Um, now, but you were never on Blockbusters, is that right? No, what's Blockbusters? Uh, okay. We'll come to that later. It's a British institution. Yeah. But uh, I, have, I have got a setup for this, by the way. This is, this is going somewhere. Okay. So you've done all these shows. Yeah. Now you've done the Global Telecoms Awards. Yeah. How does it feel to have finally made it? <laughs> do you know, getting to do these types of things does feel like I've finally made it. Because I used to be an unwelcome surprise on a mixed bill. And now, people come to see me on purpose, people book me on purpose, I get to put on a nice dress and do something new, and it, it really is. In all fairness, you are making a massive assumption that people knew you were on tonight. I mean, so. I'm fully aware that most people here had never heard of me in their lives <laughs> and didn't speak English. Uh, yeah, yeah. There is that. I mean, I think you could have booked... made it better for me, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could have booked... fresh air. <laughs> I think we, we were also in that slightly awkward situation. It's like the organisers sat over in the corner of the room. All of us were wetting ourselves laughing at the stuff that was being said, but I feel like there was a couple of tables where maybe we're just lost in translation. Yeah. Um, well, but... it's always going to be that way. And I think early on in my comedy career, anyway, I accepted that... Everybody likes different things. You'll never please anyone. So you might as well not even try a little bit to please everyone. And my mother told me growing up, and it was so useful in my life, she said, if we all like the same thing, we'd all be married to your father. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And so I find it really comforting when people don't like me because that's the way life works. And I don't mind it at all. And some people's father is Donald, Donald Trump, and you it. don't really want that, do you? Well, wow. his children love him. They'll sit right on his knee. 
It's because, I mean, Donald Trump gets a lot of credit for those children. He didn't raise them. They were shipped off to school the second they were born. They had really cool mothers and great nannies and good education. That's what happened there. I like to think that with this show being released the day before the presidential election polling day, I think that we're going to actually have an influence here. Holy just, crap, we could save America. We could save we the could save world, America. Jamie. Not just America, the world. I, I think like, we could swing Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to swing Alaska. That sounds like some like new age collective band, like a folk group called Swing Alaska. Oh, I love that. I'd go see Swing Alaska. <laughs> Me too, I yeah. love Swing Alaska. Do you know what, my band is looking for a name. Swing I think Alaska. We might go to Swing Alaska, yeah. We're only 10 minutes in and he's mentioned his band already. Oh, I know, like, I know. I'm uh, not first time in the 22 it. episodes of this podcast I've mentioned my band, I love you know. Are you the singer? No, I'm a guitarist. Bass? Uh, no, real guitar. Real guitar. He's, he's not it. pretty enough to be at the front. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, let's move on before I get absolutely slated on this show. I can't deal with that. I'm the host, I can't we'll deal get with to that. that shortly. <laughs> um, okay, so um, Catherine, one more, one more question before, okay. I'm, before I'm out, before I'm done. Um, you do a lot of these, these sort of, sort of niche industry awards, varying industries. What's the weirdest one you've ever done? Oh, um, often they're really lovely. And I haven't been weird. Today was probably the weirdest one, and uh, I'll tell cool. you for why. <laughs> Joe, I'll cheers to that. Who wants to cheers to that? <laughs> uh, but I think. No. Yeah. I'm going to cheers. There it is. Oh, oh no. Yeah, I think we need to get hold of Wound Care Monthly magazine and make sure that you're doing their uh, awards yeah. next yeah. year. Well, it's because someone held my shoe for a while. Oh, that did happen. Someone else touched my bum a little. But I mean, I think that that wasn't me. <laughs> again, like a cultural misinterpretation, Tim. and there were a lot of different <laughs> languages spoken, and people from a lot of different backgrounds. And I think maybe had I known that, uh, I would have spoken it slower and less about sucking dick. <laughs> oh yeah, that did happen. Yeah. I, mean, I, my, I think you've got the right percentage proportion uh, of your act there, yeah. really. I feel it's like... It's appropriate for Thursday evening. I feel like we're all adults. We've all had a... Well, not me, sadly. The people having dinner have had some drinks. And in a sensitive political time, you should talk about sex because it's the only safe edginess that there is. I'm not going to start talking about Brexit or the government or anything else. So I went for sex, and I stand by that decision. And to, and to pardon the pun, you nailed it. Yeah. Oh it's not a children's party, <laughs> though I am Thanks available for, for children's parties. <laughs> is, that, is that sort of on your on your booking page? It's not suitable for children's parties. I have done some children's TV. Yeah. And you can do clean. You absolutely can. <laughs> I just think on a Thursday night at ten o'clock, it's funner if you don't. Let's talk about dicks. It wasn't all dicks. It talks about my child and a rabbit and my my unluckiness in love. Talks uh, your newly found Irish father. Yeah, yeah. I had a lot of themes: ageism, sexism, in internationalism. <laughs> I, I had a great time. Else. I would have loved to do ten minutes on like iOS s. <laughs> And, and the IOTs. Yeah, next time I'll write it on IOTs. Yeah, I like it. 
Well, uh, do you know what? It's been it's been awesome having you on the show. Um, thanks Thank again for, for sticking around. It's, it, I mean, it is quite late at the time of recording, and I know you you're, you're eager to get back. So uh, no, so. I've had a great time, and you have lots. Listen to that. You have lots going on. Lots of fun. <laughs> oh, well, thanks very much indeed for joining Thank us. Thank you. Gonna, we're going to let you go now. Okay. Uh, but thanks you were a so great much host. indeed. Aww. And I bet your band, Swing Alaska, is really talented. <laughs> That's actually now the band's name. Okay. Really I'll tell the guys really when I get back. <laughs> thanks, Catherine. Bye. Let's go. Dudes. Thank you. What's been going on? Well, 21 awards. 21 awards. Yeah. While you've been up here, me and Rain have a we've nice little chat in the back of the room. We've been drinking. Yeah, nice. we've been having I'm a watching great you time. work. Look, I'm, I'm catching up now, guys. Don't worry. I've got a nice, yeah. a nice big glass of Maker's Mark. I, now, like, I like the fact that there was a, a company shortlist of this evening called Beep. That was... Uh, <laughs> yeah. That For was a product like, called Beep. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, no. Beep Tool. Oh, right. It was Beep Tool. Let's get that right. Let's that was good right. for me. Um, had fun? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Should we talk shop for a minute? Yeah, just, no. for, just for a few minutes, just to just to bring the listener up to speed on what's been going on. Give me two seconds. You know, you two carry on talking a bit of rubbish for a second. All right, I'll just be back now. Okay, cool. All right, as soon as I can. He's, Jay. he's run out of drink. You can tell this is a live show. It's yeah. Jamie's running off to get another glass of wine. Yeah. I love this. This is great. Uh, producer Brad gives me a thumbs up. We should do this more often, Brad. Oh, brilliant. So, so if Jamie goes to the bathroom, we will have a naked gun moment. Oh yes, oh, let's yes. do it. Let's. Excellent. Can we follow him with the camera? <laughs> yeah, oh no, he's like back. He's back. He's back. Uh, okay, so oh, Jamie is back with a full bottle of red wine. You, sir, are a hero. Well, I mean, the screw cap is on, so I didn't want to waste any more time. I just thought I might no, you know, do it up here. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so, Jamie, um, what have you been doing this week? So, in terms of telco Ooh. side of things, well, telco and technology, um, there's a couple of things that I wanted to bring up in particular. Um, well, two stories. First one brings in Facebook, and we know Facebook has had an absolutely mind-blowing. We know Facebook has had an absolutely mind-blowing week uh, or quarter yeah. with uh, what is it? They doubled doubled their revenues up uh, to seven not, billion for yeah, the quarter. Not, not quite seven, but it was. A, I think it was a fifty-nine percent increase. I think it is year on year. And that's largely down to mobile. So I think it was 4.9 billion or something along that along those lines last last year, Q3 2015. Now it's now it's seven billion yeah, for the yeah. quarter. I mean that's revenues. Something like 6.8 billion of which is mobile. And that's just phenomenal amounts of growth and in mobile as well. Just now, the interesting thing about them is that most people would assume that Facebook is just this absolutely you know, money-hungry uh, American internet business, but they've actually struck one back for the UK consumer this week. So, earlier this week, Admiral, a UK insurance company, yeah. was planning on releasing an app which was targeted at 17 to 21-year-olds. Typically, okay. uh, so it, it, sorry for people who don't know, it's an insurance company which does car insurance. Uh -huh. So when they're insuring these uh, 17 to 21 year olds, they generally don't have a driving history. It makes it very difficult to judge. And more expensive for the, for the driver. Yeah, well, uh, it, it, it makes it very difficult to judge how good they are driving and how to set premiums. Yeah. So Admiral wanted to release an app which would allow the company to mine data from its uh, from its users' Facebook pages. Now, yeah. Facebook turned around and said, "No, 
That is absolutely not going to happen. Um, it violates our, uh, the regulations and the privacy policy of the company um, and actually put an just put a stop to it. Now I think this leads on to an interesting, an interesting argument in okay. the data analytics side of things is how can you actually make sure that data analytics works for the consumer and doesn't penalise the, uh, the, 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 the customer and the consumer itself? Um, and it's it's one of those things. How do you how do you balance between, or, or how do you know? Because, I mean, Ray, you'll know more about this than, than me and Tim. Oh, we, I know the answer. Well, we well we've lived in London for what for ten years, both of us basically. Um, I've never had a car in London, so it's no. been a long time since I've been dealing with insurance premiums. But you, I'm assuming you drive all the time, so you've been dealing with insurance premiums for. And I'm not going to estimate how long. I, d I think that He's would be been, quite cruel. Jamie's been remarkably respectful right now. <laughs> long enough for me to be paying for insurance premiums for 17 to 21 year olds. <laughs> well, <yes. laughs> I, and my own children, not just random people okay. I've met. <laughs> but how do you know what is the right premium to pay? How do you know what the line is? How do you know if you're paying too much or too little? Well, you don't, and you're certainly not going to find out by mining any Facebook pages either. So sure. it's, it's just market dynamics, and so I think this is a, a little bit of a red herring. It's obviously got uh, some very good publicity for Admiral. It's got some great publicity for Facebook. Um, so actually, the next time that people think about car insurance for 17 to 21-year-olds, who might they think of first? But at the same time, if Facebook hadn't put their Cynical, down, yes. <laughs> It, 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 it is him, but if that, that, that cynicism comes from a man who's been driving for, we won't guess how many years. It's not driving, I think it's just business. I mean, if Facebook had let them do it, what kind of results could they meaningfully have got uh, from mining Facebook data to figure out what kind of premiums? And none of it would have made any sense because nobody has algorithms good enough to determine car insurance based on Facebook posts. I, I I, I'm calling that out as bunkum. But at the same time, I mean, it could have set an, 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 well, an uncomfortable precedent about using data analytics to set, um, set uncomfortably high or low premiums because you don't know where the measure are. So you don't know if you're being, if everyone does it, use data analytics in this broad, broad sense. You can set the premiums to whatever level you want because no one knows what the premium levels actually should be. So you don't know whether you're being penalised or rewarded on your data. So it, it, it takes away that freedom of speech online because you're afraid of what companies are going to see and actually put factor into setting the premium rates. That's deep. It is deep. That's how I get after a couple of glasses of wine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you know what? Um, I'm just going to tell the listener now we're going to be. This is going to be a shorter episode of a week in wireless because it's. It's getting on. Past 11 on Thursday night. <laughs> there's, there's a casino outside and, oh. and an open bar, so I really want to go and bury into that. So let's go on to our next topic of conversation, which is going to be Apple, which has had a bit of a tough week. Well, there we go. Oh. Apple's had a tough week. Oh God. So, so basically, uh, I mean, I understand this is again one for Jamie. Uh, so Android's thrown its share in the market. Well, it's, I, I think it's three things. Oh, okay. Oh, bad things come in threes. They do. They yeah. do. Thanks for reading my article because that was the first line, but it was okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I at least read the first line of your article. <laughs> um, but last week, 
uh, really, really bad, uh, well, not necessarily really bad, but decline in yet again quarterly results. The second thing is they push back the launch of their uh, uh, wireless earphones. Some might say because, let's be honest, someone's dropped the prototype somewhere. They, they've lost the prototype and they can't go to market. And the third thing is, um, yeah, Android has absolutely killed them over Q, uh, Q3 in terms of new mobile phones. So it's not so, been a great week, week and a half for Apple. The tough, the tough thing for Apple is that it's a phenomenally lucrative and successful com uh, company with a very big brand. Yep. Um, as you alluded to in your article, in fact, I definitely read Beyond the first time because you mentioned as being the world's most valuable brand. So <laughs> just going to drop that in there. Um, they, the difficulty with Apple is that they're both a device manufacturer and an operating system manufacturer, which isn't the case for Android. Well, no, and, it and, is. Well, I mean, it Android has some Google phones, sure. But, or Google has Android and some Google phones. Uh, however, Android is cross-platform or cross-device. Uh, and it operates on Samsung and Huawei and all the other companies as well. So Android is, because it's open, it's always going to have a bigger share of the market than iOS. iOS isn't available on any other device other than Apple. So to that extent, Apple kind of always, had always, always accepted that it's going to have a lower market share in the operating system game. Yeah. And but a bad quarter for Apple is an absolutely incredible quarter for anybody else, let's remember. Do you know what? If I rocked up home one September and I said to my missus, do you know what, love? I made I made like $45 billion this month. She goes, that's all right, isn't it? But it's all, but it's all in you context, got a pay I mean, I suppose. <laughs> I might have taken it out of context. But, but I mean, yeah, it, it is all in context. You look at what Apple's doing month on month on month, yeah. and they're not doing great by its own standards. It's dropping year on year. It's, it's loosening its grip on the premium smartphone markets. Like, yeah. how many people want to upgrade once every nine, 10 months now? And yeah. I think um, you know, in an, in an ear, in in a time where consumers are very cash strapped, and the the Apple business has lived off um, iLifers. <laughs> hashtag you love cult, that term, don't you? You love iLifers who yeah. upgrade all the time. I think they've they've gotten to the point where they they haven't got that market to sell to anyone. Well, that's exactly that. And I think we talked about that a few weeks ago on the pod, is that there's only, maybe even last week, there's only so many markets into which they can keep expanding. Yeah. And I'm, as Jamie would put it, an iMifer. <laughs> I have an iPhone, which is due to upgrade, incidentally. Uh, I have a very old iPad. So I have an Apple TV and an iMac and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, Do you see what I mean by iLifer? Yeah. <laughs> However, my refreshment cycle is really slow. It's not often. It was five years ago I got an iPad, it was two plus years ago I got my iPhone, three years ago I got my Apple TV, and five years ago I got my iPad. So I think the, the problem that Apple has is that, as we said with Ian Morris and Andy Tiller a couple of weeks ago, last week maybe, the refreshment cycle is so long because the products are actually good, and they take ages to replace. Also, I think we can expect to see Apple diversify more. The Apple Watch wasn't a great success, but no. you can go, this time next year, people will be talking about oh, we didn't see that coming, what Apple did next. And if that doesn't happen, then they're in trouble. Do we think that could be the case with, uh, with the automotive industry? Do we think that Apple could move into that industry? I, do, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I still haven't figured out what their, I mean, in their quarterly earnings, they were talking about 
their services division that was a 24% year on year. Yeah. I've still not figured out what all of their services division is. I, I imagine it's iTunes is in there um, and then a few other things, but I don't know. And it, I, ha I haven't seen that much transparency around what's actually in it to make a sensible judgment on whether that's something that's sustainable in the long run. Yeah. Um, I'm, I mean, I, Apple isn't going to disappear. I mean, it's not going to die overnight, but what I think, we're starting to see it, see it loosen its grip on the industry. And companies like Huawei are coming in, they're dominating China, which, although it's slowing down, it's still got a growing middle class, and it's still got yeah. an increasingly affluent middle class. I mean, let's not forget, China is, what, 1.3, 1.4 billion people. I mean, it's, it's a lot. There's, there's still places to go. Um, so losing China is a massive issue. You can't replace it with South America. India seems to have like slowed down a little bit. God knows what's going on in Russia. Yeah. America looks to have peaked a couple of years ago. Yeah. Western Europe, well, we're all shagged. So, I <laughs> mean, you know, where, do, where does iPhone go? Virtual reality. Oh, Do you reckon so? that's that's not a bad shout. That's a good that's a good hypothesis. There you go. Let's come back this time next year and see how right I am. Right. Okay, and I'll tell you what we're gonna do. Um, because we are we are live at the Global Center Dogs Awards, we're gonna call it there. <laughs> We've got a bar to abuse and we're gonna let the listener get on with their day, their commute, their their office work, whatever it is they're doing. Uh, and, uh, Let's and come back in three hours' that's time that's and see what we've got to say for ourselves. <laughs> and part two of the show is us off our faces. Going, now, I'll tell you why Apple's going to be amazing. Why wouldn't that taxi take me to Brighton? So, <laughs> part, part two is just going to be one long bleep, basically. <laughs> one long bleep and a couple of slurs. Especially when I don't live in Brighton. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'll tell you what, uh, I'm going to call it there before, before we tangent anywhere else. Uh, so, right, thanks very much indeed to, uh, to Ray for joining us. Thanks very much indeed for, uh, for Jamie for joining us. Uh, thanks very much indeed for anyone who's listened today and to everyone who came to the Global Telecoms Award indeed. Congratulations to all the winners, to anyone who got a highly commended and to anyone who made the shortlist. Well done. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great honour. It really is, I suppose. I mean, it's not for me to say, I suppose, but still, whatever. Uh, I'm going to go get a drink. So, um, see you later, guys. Bye. <laughs>